0: And the same question is presented to Elisha. Stay here. Stay here among these. The same response. The Lord liveth and thy soul liveth. I will not leave you. And then they go on. Come to another place. I beg you stay here with these there's good company here you know they are they are they're standing for the truth in the midst in the midst each one of these places was in Israel 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 the nation of Israel the the whole kingdom of Israel whom at the time was not following the Lord this is right before they are led into captivity this is before the captivity. They're going downhill. This is Israel going down, well, the nation of Israel, going downhill. You know? And here are those in the midst declaring reality so that the heart may turn unto the Lord. And Elijah says, hey, why don't you stay with these guys? And Elisha's response is, the Lord Liveth, and thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. The Lord, by His Spirit, goes to great lengths to prepare the ground of our heart to bring us to such a confession, to where we actually are in pursuit of a person. Because as I stated, we can come to a message, we can come to a teaching, we can come to a doctrine, but we cannot come to the person of Christ. We can embrace a teaching, we can embrace a message, and we can embrace a doctrine, but to embrace a person requires a miracle of God, every time, every time. And the Lord, he's not, I mean, Elijah doesn't say, okay, well, stay here, you're not going, or forget you. No, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He almost wants to see where our heart is, (laughs) you know, out of the abundance of the mouth, or out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, just to kind of see what's in there. Or not to see what's in there, but to see what it is submitted to. Remember how I mentioned earlier? Ishmael is not submitted unto that which governs the house. He can't. He's a wild man. The scriptures say he's a wild-ass of a man. He can't submit unto that which governs the house of God. He can't. It's impossible. So, and what does govern the house of God? And in the Gospels, two different places. I'm thinking of Matthew and Luke. Two verses, two different passages in Luke. Jesus said, you know, no man lights a candle, puts it under a bushel, you know, hides it under a bed. No, no, he puts it on a candlestick so that those who are in the house, I think that's Matthew, and those who come into the house, I think that's Luke, may see the light of the house. And see, we think, oh, wow, and then we go on to where Jesus says, you are the light of the world, because that's where one of the passages goes to. And we see... Woo! I'm not it. But that's not what we say or what we think. And I I love the way, I mean, God really defines it in the book of Revelation, chapter 1. John says, I heard the voice behind me, speaking to me, and by the Spirit of God, I turned to see the voice. And he says this, And I saw seven golden lampstands, seven golden candlesticks. All the candlestick is, is a testimony of Christ. That is what it is. is a testimony of Christ. And what does the testimony do? What is the testimony purposed to do? Direct unto a person. And in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, I saw one as the Son of Man. That's it. That is what governs the house of God. That's it. It's not miracle signs and wonders. It's not doing this and that. It's not preaching, teaching or whatever. It's not quote-unquote ministry as we would think. It's our heart being directed unto a person. Something that we cannot do. Something that requires... God himself to do else I? And so all